0: It's Tron Legacy, baby. <laughs> Welcome back to UFC. Howdy, you y'all? Hi. We are, we are back with Tron Legacy. So we've already watched Tron. Mm-hmm. We have talked about Tron. How do you guys feel like going into this? Are you excited to watch the sequel? Are you I'm a little hesitant? Excited.
1: Yeah, I'm excited because I feel like this has been hyped up for me. <sighs> and now that I've like seen Tron and like I get the concept, I feel like it's gonna be good because yeah. the concept itself of Tron is mm-hmm. intriguing yeah mm-hmm. it just wasn't executed well so I'm assuming the execution's a little better on this one
0: yeah I hope I didn't overhype it
1: no I don't well I'm not gonna say that yet but <laughs> I, yeah. I'm in the same boat as Chloe like I like the idea of Tron it was just executed poorly so mm-hmm. I'm really excited to see it executed well if it's executed Actually, poorly again I'm suing Tron Those all right same words I said
0: yeah, yeah, that's, oh, really? well, that's, that's good. You're on the same I page. I have a listening it. problem. Yeah, I think I think the execution is a lot better in this movie. I've said it so many times, this is one of my favorite films. It's great. It is so enjoyable to watch, but we'll get to that later. I feel like last time, I was probably kind of confused about Tron because I saw Tron Legacy first. Like, I watched Tron Legacy before I ever saw Tron. Oh. Um, And I was also a child when I saw Tron Legacy. So I understand the sequel a lot more than I did the original. And so I think I mentioned that they go into the grid in the first Tron. I don't think that's true because the grid is a thing in this one. But I think in the original, it's just like inside a mainframe or whatever. Oh. It's like in the NCOM computers, oh, okay. but it's basically the same thing. It's okay. computer. It's computer world. But no, that that kind of speaks to how I said that this movie is a lot more clear on the mm-hmm. lore because I understand this one way better. But no, I, I'm very excited to show this to you. I do want to say before we get into it that Jeff Bridges, the actor who plays Flynn, in both movies. This year was diagnosed with cancer, which is very sad. It seems like he's doing well with it. I think he's in, I think he's started chemotherapy. Uh, Jeff Bridges has always been one of my favorite actors. I think he's extremely charismatic. He seems like such a, a gentle soul. Uh, he's, he's an activist. He seems like a really cool guy. And so, uh, uh, I think we just wish him the best recovery yeah. from that. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And uh, this movie, he gets to shine in this. So, are you guys ready to go into the quiz?
1: Yeah. Ready.
0: All right. I, I was writing the questions for this, and I was like, it's hard to come up with questions for sequels, because a lot of the questions yeah. originally are just like, do you understand what this movie is about? Mm-hmm. Yeah. This movie's basically about the same thing, but I do have four questions for you. Okay. So, like I said, Flynn gets his time to shine in Tron Legacy. Because in the last one, you know, he was the main character, but he was kind of boring. Yeah. Didn't really do as much stuff. Mm -hmm. I was much more interested in Tron himself. But in this one, he gets to be like this super cool, like way more engaging character and pretty much sidelines the main character in the process like Tron did for Flynn in the first one. Mm. So who do you think is the new main character of Tron Legacy?
1: Legacy. Okay. (laughs) Okay. First name. Obviously. Leg, last name Usie.
0: <laughs> sure. Okay. <laughs> uh do you think is it a human? Is it a program? I think it's
1: Tron's nope. Tron's Flynn's nephew. son.
0: Yeah. Oh. Well, I mean, it's called Tron Legacy. So like obviously there's a familial thing to it. And
1: I did see something on the internet, maybe. Oh, no, 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 no. wait, actually, no, I didn't, because I would never go actively look something like that up, because, like, I just, I wouldn't. It okay. came up, we watched it on Disney+, and then Tron Legacy came up next. Yeah. Like, in the autoplay, and oh, I saw yeah, in the yeah. description that it was about his son. Gotcha. You want me to pretend I'm confused?
0: No, I mean, it's pretty, I was expecting you guys to just guess okay. that, anyway. But no, it's about his son. His son's boring in this movie, Is but his
1: son's name Legacy? No. Dang. His
0: name is Sam Flynn. Aww. which I know hey. is going to be like, oh, I love Aww, this Sam. movie because it's named after me. No. Wait.
1: So <laughs> Flynn's last name is Flynn? His not last his name first? is yeah. Flynn. Yeah. His name is Flynn Flynn. No, no his name is Kevin Flynn. <laughs> Ellie. <laughs> his name is Tron Flynn. I'm choosing to believe his name is Flynn Flynn. Okay.
0: Okay. Please Flim and Flam? thank you.
1: Flynn Flam. Yeah, Flim his Flam? name
0: is Flynn Flam. And his son's son name son is Sam, Flim is Flim Flam. Sam Flam. Flam Flam. No, his son <laughs> his son's name is Sam Kevin Flynn Flam. Let's put them all. Let's <laughs> put them all together. <laughs> okay. Oh my goodness. Okay, Same Flint. So yeah, the new main character is his son. How fun. Woo. Okay. Next question. The action of this film is set in motion by which piece of outdated technology? Is it a floppy disk, a pager, or a Betamax videotape player?
1: Floppy disk. When did this movie come out?
0: 2010.
1: We weren't using floppy disks then. No, we were not. Is it in the movie? Is it outdated? Am I asking too many questions? No. I mean, it's... Is it considered outdated? Are you asking because, movie?
0: like, pagers are still kind of used regularly?
1: Well, like, in the movie, where they like,
0: oh, this outdated piece of technology... The movie is set and... in 2010. All of these things I would consider to be outdated in 2010.
1: Oh, okay. A pager?
0: Pager? All right. So we got a floppy disk and a pager. Do either of you know what a Betamax videotape player is? No. I'm it's a,
1: it's, it plays videotapes.
0: Yeah, it was it was the thing that lost to the VCR or the mm. VHS. Anyway, all right, next question. <laughs> Tron Legacy features a soundtrack composed by what musical group?
1: ABBA. One Direction. Okay. <laughs> I was uh, wait no 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 not Abba Abba is like a way you say father okay (laughs) I Abba
0: okay gotcha all right Uh, no I was I was gonna give you guys like a little tiny hint but I'm glad (laughs) I like both of those both of those guesses my hint was that it's one of my favorite uh, musical groups Electric Guest no they weren't even they didn't form until 2011 (laughs) that would have been cool if they did though what.
1: Queen. No. Yeah, that was I before. like the
0: Abba guess more.
1: Is it Abba or Abba?
0: Yeah, it's Abba. Abba. I ABBA.
1: don't think I don't
0: think they care what how you pronounce it, probably. You can you <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Mia, Ellie. yeah,
1: why don't why doesn't Abba write the music for all ABBA. movies? Abba. Shoot.
0: <laughs> why don't they write the music for all movies? I don't know. It'd probably get tiring, you know?
1: I'll have to ask them. I'm gonna guess the
0: roots. The roots. the roots oh interesting hmm. nice deep cut for Thanks. me i've maybe listened to like two roots songs <laughs> i just watched <laughs> jimmy fallon okay yeah
1: but i know i know like some of your favorite artists but i don't know uh-huh. your favorite like band yeah.
0: i mean they're kind of a band
1: well no i'm not thinking like the.
0: if you want to try to get it correct or are you I fine do. with I these do. guesses okay think about the style of tron what, ki- what kind of music oh, do you think would go well with that?
1: Um, oh my gosh, what are they called? Is it Daft Punk? Yes! Yeah! yeah.
0: <laughs> this movie features a soundtrack composed by Daft Punk.
1: Oh, that's so cool.
0: And Amazing. it's so, so good.
1: Amazing. We're
0: gonna, you're gonna see it. I can't even like hide how excited I am for all the parts of this movie.
1: For everyone who's not currently speaking, Sam is waving his arms a lot and gesturing with his hands a lot, which shows how excited he is. I'm
0: very excited about this movie. I love it so much. The soundtrack (laughs) is so good. Okay, uh, final question. You're gonna, you're not gonna get this at all. Uh, watch uh, me, or maybe you will. Which famous French novelist oh. is mentioned by name in this film?
1: Victor Hugo. Victor Hugo.
0: <laughs> Victor Hugo. <laughs> Sorry, say that again? Okay, Victor Hugo. Is he French? I don't know.
1: I thought he was more Hugo. Sounds
0: like he more, might be German.
1: He wrote Les Mis. That's French. Did he
0: really? Oh, maybe he is French.
1: Let's look it up. It's so hard. Isn't that a oh, Les song? He was a French poet. <gasps> yeah, You're he's, right. he's the only French author right now.
0: It's all right. When I was looking up who this was, I didn't realize that they were French.
1: Okay. William Shakespeare. No, no that wasn't. Okay. He's definitively not French. Okay, he's
0: for he's sure not He's also a friend. fraud. He was probably not real also. He's a
1: fraud? Mm-hmm. What?
0: You never you never knew about that?
1: You didn't know that
0: he was fake? People have always assumed that, or, or uh, theorized that he didn't write any of this. He might not have
1: been literate. Oh my
0: gosh. Or maybe it was a pseudonym. Who knows? I mean, there was a real William Shakespeare, right? He was probably a a hack and a fraud, though. Yeah.
1: Haven't y'all ever seen Something Rotten, the musical?
0: No? Is he in that?
1: Yes. Well, he isn't because he's dead. Right. (laughs) (laughs) Anyways, I'm going to guess someone named
0: Pierre. Okay. Yeah. Someone named Pierre. Yeah, no, I'm sure there's a French writer named Pierre.
1: But not this one?
0: No, not this one, no. I mean, you'll find out when they mention him by name but i was <laughs> I was true. surprised to find out they were French. I thought they were probably just like English at the time, but that's my quiz. That's all I Ooh. got.
1: oh wow, all right that was a quiz give one. us a grade
0: a gr- oh, a grade
1: no. I mean, it was we got you told us the answer yeah, I told the
0: answer to two of them oh, that's and true. the other two, yeah, I don't know. I kind of gave up the grading system, yeah it's more just to like sort of push you in certain yeah. directions to for like stuff to look for when you're watching the movie Yeah,
1: that's fair that's fair
0: but yeah so what do we do next oh we watch the movie <laughs> we, we watch the movie but ellie do you want to try to do you want to try to do a, a plot Ooh, synopsis before you watch it
1: sure let okay. me just sit on it for a moment okay So we open on an arcade. It's the one that Flynn used to live in, but he doesn't live there anymore because he's rich now and he wears ugly suits, as we saw in the final shot of Tron, (laughs) not Legacy. He still owns the arcade, though, because, you know, he's a nice guy like that. This time it pans in on this one kid. Wait, shoot, they don't have arcades in 2010. Yes, they do. Now they do. Yeah, they do. Kind of. But not as big. Anyways, they so they, they zoom in on this kid who looks nothing like Flynn because that's not how uh, film works. But anyways, so uh, then they quickly establish that this guy is Flynn's son because he, just like Flynn in the first film, is very sweaty. Okay. And then he's like, oh, my dad's here to pick me up. So he goes out into this uh, limousine, and um, which sounds a lot like magazine. Have you guys ever noticed that? Anyways, oh, my gosh. He goes I have into not. the limousine. <laughs> he gets into the limousine and... Flim Flam is there. And he's like, hey, dad. And then the audience is like, oh, it's his son. And he's like, hey, son, I just need to go to the office. And um, his his son is so sad because his dad is always at the office. You know, typical rich child problems is that their dads are just always working um and then they go to the office and it's the same building as last time because why would you buy a whole new building right and then he goes into the office and he's there for like a while and Sam is just sitting there and he's like where is Flim Flam, my dad and then he busts through the office doors and Flim Flam is gone and he gets so nervous and he's like oh no Flim Flam is gone and then he sits in the big office chair and he's like dad dad and then um He presses some buttons on the computer and then he's been zapped into the computer. So now he's in the computer. He's like, where is my dad? Where is my dad? And then he um, looks for his dad but then he gets kidnapped he gets kidnapped um you know how last time there was like a hunger games basically thing going on that's still going on between the people who believe in the users and those who don't and he gets kidnapped because he believes in the users obviously because he is a user he is one, and he yeah. gets put in the hunger games basically but then he escapes the hunger games and gets one of those cool little bicycles and he goes to look for his dad and he has lots of adventures along the way and he rides those cool bikes and he throws frisbees at people and um then he finds his dad and his dad was like you passed the test son um now you are mr flim flam the dad and you are in charge of the company and sam is like "Mm, i'm 14 and that's the end it ends just as abruptly as the first one wow Wow. ellie
0: i gotta say out of all your attempts at explaining the plots of these movies that's by far the closest you've ever gotten. really (laughs) yeah
1: as you were saying it, I was like, "This seems like kind of..." I mean, like it might be right.
0: It was pretty generic in yeah. a lot of it, but you got the a lot of the beats down pretty much the same, except uh, one the main character is like late twenties because this movie is set like 30 years after the original almost, and also your ending got a little wonky. But I think you're gonna be you're gonna be pretty surprised by how I'm accurate proving. you were proving. Yeah. Well, yeah, so congrats, so congrats. <laughs> I don't know what else to say after that.
1: Let's go watch Tron Legacy. Yeah. Yeah. What? Were you our singing our theme music? Because that was not it. That no, was,
0: yeah. that was the Tron music oh, from oh, this oh,
1: movie. Like...
0: <laughs> Wait, I'm sorry. What are you doing, Ellie? Are you doing arm music?
1: Yeah. <laughs> I've
0: decided I've decided that every time any of us try to like hum the the music, I'm going to put the music in behind it. <laughs> we can see how accurate.
1: <laughs> it it is. Exactly. Yeah, well that's
0: what I that's what I did with the muppet one. Yeah. The the oh, two times you I don't know why you...
1: I keep trying to sing. <laughs> <laughs> Just, I don't know, it's funny. <laughs> it's kind of fun. Maybe one day I'll get it. All right, cool okay bye let's go watch
0: Draw. yeah we'll be back
1: mm-hmm. hello hello we're hey. back <laughs> yes we watched back. the movie <laughs> we, did. we don't we have watched. covid Yeah, it's been an eventful three days. Well, I did have COVID apparently, (laughs) but it's okay. We don't know when.
0: (laughs) Oh, that that makes it better.
1: Yeah. Wait, this is a fun story. Let's share this story with the pod. Okay. Okay, So Ellie hasn't had a sense of smell for like two months, but she had nothing else. Three. She just has no sense of smell for three months, and we're like, "Well, that's weird." She has allergies, and so then she donated blood, and I guess she had COVID, and it broke her sense of smell. But she has antibodies, so that's fun. Yeah. So now we can go And I never had any symptoms that would let me get tested because the way the testing works where we are and the way the testing works at the time when we think I might have maybe had it, like when I first started losing my smell, I didn't have any symptoms that would let me get tested because you have to like run a fever or have lower respiratory issues. And I never had either of those things. So I wouldn't have been able to get tested if I wanted. But now I'm invincible. And if I want, I can probably lick people. But I don't want to. So
0: ellie is now the cure
1: uh, Yes, i do need to donate plasma
0: <laughs> yeah the rest of the rest of this podcast we're gonna have to constantly worry about people trying to break in and kidnap her so they can make a vaccine out of her out of her blood
1: yeah yep <laughs> because i am the only one who yeah. hasn't had who has the antibodies
0: you're immune it's like a zombie yeah. movie yeah
1: Say antibodies again antibodies 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 how do you antibodies. say
0: antibodies? That's oh, how you auntie say bodies. it. Antibodies.
1: Yeah. <laughs> how do you guys say it? Antibodies. Antibodies. You guys just said two different things. <laughs> well, yeah, because people. Chloe was being serious.
0: People Antib- do different things.
1: Well, Chloe and I have a problem where we will leave out certain letters in people's names. Like it happens a lot with T's, and my mom gets. Chloe's antibodies? looking very confused. Like we'll leave out the T's about. in people's names. Like, honey. Uh,
0: like your accent. <laughs> Are you talking about, like, your it's accent, does the way does we it?
1: talk. I don't yeah, know. Yeah, that means your like accent. Like our cousin Matthew, we call him Mayu. <laughs> like-
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, did you no. actually know Caillou's actual name is Cath-you? have just
1: Cathy. been pronouncing it wrong your whole life. I cannot think of a single name that has a letter T in it. No, I can't either, but there's definitely Kate. one that we pronounce wrong, and Matt. Mom brought it up to us, and she's like, you Matt. guys aren't saying this right. Okay, I don't know what you're talking <laughs> about.
0: I don't think, well, okay, how about this? Say Tron. Ron. Ron.
1: Ron. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Ronald Legacy. Okay, hold Ron on. What's this? What's this? Guys. Okay, so I googled a textbook. Sorry, this. is Oh, Pey- Peyton. Um, we say Peyton. Peyton. Yeah. Peyton. Instead of Peyton, like we don't say the T. We go Peyton. Well, but not a lot of people
0: do a hard T in the name Peyton.
1: Yeah, that's true. But I think that's what's supposed to be. I Anyways. mean. I, I got know. the antibodies. Should, this is such a tangent. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> I think it's a fun way well, to start we off. if it um, out
0: like this, then yeah, this isn't the tangent.
1: That's true. When I mean, we start
0: talking about the movie, that will be the tangent of this. I have episode. a tangent.
1: <laughs> so I'm try, I'm seeing if I can, now that we talked about textbooks, I'm seeing if I can mm-hmm. find um my textbooks online like as a PDF. So I typed in the name of a book, PDF free. And then I am on this webpage that's called d.firstebook.xyz. Should I click the button that says free download? No, Uh
0: no. (laughs) I mean, here's the thing. If you want seven viruses on your computer in the span of two seconds, yeah, go ahead and click it. I think it'd be really interesting to have us uh, watch or I guess listen to your computer in real time as it explodes on the podcast. Yeah. But uh, maybe not right now.
1: (laughs) Okay. We've got to talk about Tron. Yeah, we've got to talk
0: about Tron. I love this movie.
1: Me too. I was. This is good. I walked upstairs. Chloe and I Mm -hmm. ended up watching it at different times. And I walked upstairs last night where she was because I was downstairs. And I walked upstairs and she was there. And I said, (laughs) oh, my gosh, I love Tron. And she was like, (laughs) right? And I was like, I think it's in my top ten. Like, for sure, it's in my top ten favorite movies.
0: It is great. Yeah, I I watched it twice since the last time we talked about it because I love the movie so much and it's also just like it's like a comfort movie for me at this point Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. a lot of the times when I'm editing this podcast I have something like a show or movie playing in the background like just something that I can kind of look at because I Mm -hmm. can't focus on anything ever but a lot of the times the movie I put on is Tron Legacy because the thing about it is that like even if you're not paying attention even if you have headphones on you're you're doing like audio editing you can still follow along like visually and it's mm-hmm. so fun to watch
1: yeah the visuals are just so good
0: Mm-hmm. It's so it's amazing. It,
1: they did everything I wanted.
0: Yeah, there is such a unique art design to this whole movie. Mm-hmm. I haven't seen a single thing that looks anything like it.
1: Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: This movie was a huge deal in terms of, like, modern CG. Because think about, like, the, every Marvel movie has mm-hmm. probably as much stuff as this movie did in, in terms of, like, computer effects. But effect.
1: in here, it was constant.
0: Yeah, and it's really impressive.
1: Yeah, it was beautiful.
0: I love the evolution of all of the designs from the first Tron. Everything feels organic in the way that it progressed. It feels like a real world that continued existing in Mm -hmm. between the movies.
1: Mm -hmm. Yeah. Mm -hmm. And I felt like when they made a sequel, they had two options and they could have, well, three options, but they could have just redid the first one because CGI had advanced so much that you could just completely redo the first one and just make it better. Or you could do a completely different storyline and ignore the last one and just recreate everything. And they, I think, met in the middle of that and did a beautiful job of like taking the old story, but improving upon every aspect of it. Mm -hmm. And the only CGI thing that really bothered me, and it really only bothered me in the last 25 minutes, was as soon as I figured out how they made Kevin Flynn younger, it just... The CGI that they used for his face made me so uncomfortable. (laughs) Yeah, so
0: I think we should talk about Clue. I think Clue is the big thing. Because when people talk about this movie, even people who like it, Clue is the big thing that people remember. Because at the time, like, it looked pretty alright. It was still really weird. And now it's really, really weird, but I want to hear what you guys think about Clue and yeah, about the de-aging effect and just how that affected your viewing of this
1: movie. It just looked like it was out of a video game, out of the ads that they make for video games. Never made an actual video game, except for like Mario Party 8. (laughs) Honestly,
0: I think it works perfectly for the character because like you said, he Mm -hmm. looks like a video Mm -hmm. game character and that's kind of what Tron has always been going for. You know, my biggest grief with the de-aging effect is at the very beginning of the movie. I really wish that they never showed Flynn's face in that opening scene, like when it's actually him talking to a young Sam. I think what they should have done with that is just leave it to the back of his head Maybe that profile when he's sitting on the bed and like the lamp is kind of, it's like this harsh light on him Mm -hmm. because you can't really tell. But then there's that right before he leaves, he turns around and you see like his whole face and it takes you out of it for a second. And I think what they should have done was they should have not shown his face full on in that moment because that would have made clues reveal even crazier you know because mm-hmm. people probably wouldn't even expect to see a young jeff bridges like that
1: oh, okay i see very good. i was i yeah. was confused about where you were going with this i see now yeah,
0: yeah no so you don't show a young flynn in the beginning so then when flu sh- uh, clue shows up not flynn. flu when clue shows up it's like even more off-putting because you're like okay yeah this should be the guy but there's definitely something wrong with him
1: i mean i think it was important because most people weren't watching this movie like we did where we did the first one and then the second one Mm -hmm. a lot of people might have not even seen the first one
0: that's true there is still that moment when it's like the news report about flynn missing and you get to see like pictures of him okay and those are just pictures of him from the 80s so i think if you keep that yeah yeah, i don't know
1: no that would have been cool
0: yeah, I think Clue being this lifeless, animated, computerized husk of Flynn is perfect for that character. The Uncanny Valley really helps to make him seem more like intimidating. And especially like in his first scene that he's in, when he's like kind of chummy with Sam, but he's so vague about it that you can tell he's acting. Yeah. It's a great moment. Yeah. Jeff Bridges gives two amazing performances in this movie.
1: Yeah, I was thinking about that. I was like, this man had to act. Yeah. He had to be his own antagonist.
0: Mm -hmm. It's great. He does a fantastic job in this film.
1: I also liked, so in the first movie, the relationship between Flynn and the girl just didn't make any sense to me. Like, it really felt like they were forcing it. And I think they did a really good job with the relationship between Sam and Cora in this movie. Because something could have happened, but they chose to not. And I feel like that made it seem so much more organic. Does that make sense?
0: Yeah, no, I agree. It feels much more natural. Yeah. You get to see them interacting with each other. Mm-hmm. like the moment sort of towards the end when they're on the solar sailor and Flynn sees them like talking to each other Yeah. even though you don't really hear the dialogue from that I think it's good to just show that they're having some time to get to know each other better yeah. and yeah I'm glad there's no moment where they just make out for the sake mm-hmm. of two hot actors need to make out in this movie because I right. think a lot of movies do do that but yeah no I like Cora she's well, cool we'll talk
1: about that movie next
0: yeah. Yeah, we'll talk about we'll talk about a movie that is almost exclusively two hot actors kissing and it never feels right.
1: Mm-mm. The only note I had was I told you they share is taking shirts off. So, I think mm-hmm. yeah, so I think we talked about I don't know if it was in the beginning of this episode or the end of the original Tron episode where mm-hmm. we talked about how Kevin Flynn's only personality trait was like being sweaty and taking his shirt off that one time yeah like that's what we talked about and then in the first 15 minutes sam also does that exact same thing yeah and so i wrote that but not in actual words i just
0: (laughs) there's a lot of stuff like that there's a lot of direct callbacks because there is the part of him taking off his shirt in front of alan there's the return of the that's a big door line (sighs) My favorite line from the last movie. (laughs) And, you know, I forgot to mention it in the last one. But normally, I think when movies have a line where it's like, that's a big blank. I'm like, it's not that big. That's a big big door. door.
1: (laughs) That is a big door.
0: (laughs) Chloe, do you have any specific notes you want to talk about?
1: Let me look at my notes. I kind of like just hyped notes in a stream of consciousness and Mm -hmm. then... I stopped so my notes are like is his dad evil now because they just got okay. into he had just gotten to the grid so I didn't know Clo, yet yeah. and then as soon as they revealed that it was Flynn I was like I've been knew it was his dad the second they showed him that's what exactly what my <laughs> note says and okay. then I wrote just clones in all caps and then I was like wait no and then I just stopped taking notes because I think I gave up <laughs> so <laughs> wonderful that's clones? that's good to hear because I thought it was like a clone of yeah. Clone oh. or something. I mean, he's we also kinda. watched Attack of the Clones. Yeah, um, when
0: when you're hearing this, we we watched these movies around the same time that we watched Attack of the Clones for a future episode. Mm-hmm. So you'll get to hear us talk about that in a couple weeks. Mm-hmm. But to us, we're we're excited to talk about some stuff in that movie.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I also wrote the it's like the upside down but for computers. Lol. <laughs> <laughs> like
0: the wall at the
1: end that i have lol a on like four different notes
0: here <laughs> that's kind of true yeah i mean especially in the last movie because it's like you gotta like copy of yourself do they do that in the upside down they have copies of themselves in stranger things no wait no they don't
1: i don't, know. I don't think so i don't think so. Don't they should it though
0: the yeah i haven't seen it since the last season came out
1: part of me kept trying to be like okay what's the connection to like actual real live computers that they're trying to make here and then i Finally, I was like, they're not, there are no, this is, this is in no way, shape or form how computers work at all.
0: No, nowhere near it. All I mean, a lot of the characters have names that are like references to computer things yeah, and like yeah. a lot of code stuff, but I think they kind of stepped back on the whole like, oh, what would it be like if you could go inside a computer? Because like in 1982- in Yeah. In 1982, like, that's crazy. Like, that was a novelty. And I think by the time this movie came out, it was like, yeah, that's still kind of interesting. But people are much more into just seeing how this alien society works. Mm -hmm. Rather than what would it be like if you were inside a computer. I think some people like might think of that as a negative for this film. But I like it. I like that it sort of branches out and carves its own little corner of this franchise. Mm -hmm. It takes a lot of steps. And I think all of them work for me. I think this movie starts off right away with a fantastic title theme, with Jeff Bridges giving the little little speech at the beginning. I (laughs) love that track so much. The long take for that first scene is fantastic. It transitions from the grid into the city oh, the camera yeah. flies over the lake oh, and goes yeah. into Oh yeah I wanted house.
1: to talk Sounds about cool. that the yeah. first like minute was so
0: good Yeah I'm a huge fan of uh the director I might just of this watch movie that. He is what
1: I might just watch the first minute It's great it's like every it's night great. before I go to bed get a little bit of vertigo
0: <laughs> I will listen to that first track like all the time it's so good <laughs> and especially with Jeff Bridges like doing the speech it's great But no, I I think this movie, the visual style of it is fantastic. It is shot so well. It's amazing. It's a delight for the Mm -hmm.
1: eyes. Mm -hmm.
0: I'm glad that they made Encom much more understandable as a company. Mm -hmm. Gone is the whole, like, they've got their finger in literally every pie. Now they're literally just Apple or Microsoft.
1: They've got their finger in every pie. Is that yeah, like a never, thing? Is you've that never heard that, that phrase? I don't think that's a real phrase. No, that I is. Understand the, um, I know what you're the trying pies. to say, but I don't think that's a thing. No, look it up. Thing. That's a
0: thing. That's a thing.
1: <laughs> I've heard
0: it before. I'm not just making it up. I know it sounds creepy. I also think it sounds creepy, but it's a thing. It's a thing.
1: Uh, Would you like to hear the definition? If you say that someone has a finger in every pie, you mean they're involved in a lot of things. He likes very much to have a finger in every pie. He's a man with fingers in a lot of pies.
0: (laughs) So. See, so I'm not just making up a creepy idiom. It already exists.
1: I didn't super understand what was going on (laughs) like with NCOM at the beginning, but I was like, all right, okay.
0: Yeah. I mean, they're they're still like vague about it, but NCOM is not. The focal point of this movie, right? Like right. it was in the last one, and I think like how they sort of streamlined Encom to be like more comprehensible to the audience. I think mm-hmm. they did that with the plot overall for this movie. Mm-hmm. It is simpler than the last movie, but that's not a bad thing because I think it's much easier to follow, and I think mm-hmm. that makes you, for me. That made me more engaged in the plot because the main characters had clear goals. The villain had a clear goal from the beginning. Mm -hmm. And so like when you get to the end, you know exactly what the stakes are. Mm -hmm. And I think you don't really get that in the first Tron.
1: And they had very clear motives as well. Yeah. And they did kind of address a little bit more of the religion thing.
0: Mm -hmm. I wanted to talk about that in a bit too. Yeah. So what 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 do you oh. have to? Well, yeah, you I feel like they didn't.
1: I feel like they didn't expand on the way it was in the first movie, but rather kind of reframed it, I guess. Mm-hmm. And that users are still like held in very high regard, but everyone believes in them, and that Kevin Flynn was like basically God. Yeah in the way that they viewed him and stuff. And I thought that was really interesting.
0: Yeah, I was going to say, I think it makes a lot more sense in this movie. Mm -hmm. Because, yeah, like you said, in the first one, it's basically the same. But the problem is that since all of these programs were written by different people, every individual program basically has their own creation myth, you know? Mm -hmm. Like, if you were to think about it from that perspective. So it's like, imagine if ancient Greece... Every single citizen thought that they were created by a different Greek god. Like, that'd be a lot of stuff to keep track of. Yeah. And it doesn't really make a ton of sense. But in this movie, since the grid was completely and solely built by Kevin, that makes him, like, the one user that mm-hmm. they know about. It makes it a bit clearer. Mm-hmm. Right? Yeah. And it yeah. definitely, it relates it a lot more to, like, monotheistic religions in the real world.
1: hmm
0: Yeah. I also really love when Flynn first shows up on the grid at the end of line club and he like uses his user powers to like shut down all the lights and you see like the programs in the background freaking out because this is the first time they've seen him in like 20 years and that's where it's like this is really cool and I wish there was a bit more of it but at the same time I feel like that would make it this really like too much yeah Philosophical sci fi movie.
1: Yeah. yeah. And then at the, like when he was walking out, one person like fell to their knees. And I feel like that was plenty yeah. to get the point across. And I love mm-hmm. the DJ guys who, like, oh, a fight's breaking out. <gasps> Let me turn it up. Yeah. That was Daft Punk. That was their cameo. Amazing. Oh. You didn't
0: realize that was Daft Punk?
1: No, I didn't. They've got I their actually, Daft Punk helmets on. I actually don't know who Daft Punk is.
0: Oh. Can we talk about the Uh, the soundtrack now? Yes. yeah. soundtrack's fantastic. Is it all by Daft Punk? Yeah, it's the whole thing.
1: Oh, good for them.
0: It's great. It is very good. I think this movie would be a lot worse if it had any different soundtrack. The soundtrack makes a lot of this movie for me. I love the new Disc Wars. I love the games in general. Yeah,
1: that was cool.
0: (laughs) That's like the standout sequence of the movie.
1: My other criticism was I feel like they just... Kind of glossed over Tron. Yeah, for a movie that's called Tron, they don't talk about Tron much. And then, like, at the end, he was just like, Oh, change my mind. Like, it just didn't make sense to me. I
0: mean, that's the whole thing. So, it's in the universe, everyone thinks Tron is dead. But then, yeah. obviously, we know it's Rinzler from pretty much the beginning because who else has a T on their chest in this movie? <laughs> Wait, oh, uh, I didn't
1: even see that. Yeah, no, I just saw just the two the discs.
0: Tea. Yeah, I, I always thought that was kind of silly. Look that because I it's not it. a reveal at all, but Rinsler is super cool. It makes me wish that they had made a sequel pretty soon afterwards. Oh, I, I should say they have finally officially announced a Tron 3.
1: Oh, really? Like Just mm-hmm. in
0: September, I think, with Jared Leto as the main character, which personal feelings about Jared Leto aside, I think he can put out some pretty great performances if he's got the right script and the right director, which is true for any actor. But uh, yeah, I don't know. Jared Leto why aren't seems they bringing back
1: why aren't they bringing back any of the people you know
0: uh, well it's not confirmed if they are or aren't oh but part of it might just be like I don't know. I don't know if Garrett Hedlund is interested in reprising his role for Tron 3, you know.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: The stuff with Rinsler turning back into Tron at the end is very clearly like setting up a third movie. And so I hope that that is a major part of the third movie is seeing yeah. uh him turn back into Tron. And if we go on to watch Tron Uprising for for the podcast, there is more stuff about Tron in oh, that okay. One. So you'll so you'll enjoy that. Yeah. Yeah, I just, I love Flynn. I love how he's, like, turned from this yuppie video game player to a hippie, basically. Yeah. Mm -hmm. In the best way possible. Also, that's literally just Jeff Bridges in real life. He's just playing (laughs) himself in this movie.
1: His house, apartment thing?
0: Yeah. It's dope. It's really nice. It's cool. Do you think he found that, or do you think he used, like, his user powers to make it?
1: I think he used his user powers. User powers.
0: Also, how would they not find that? Like, wouldn't, wouldn't Clue be able to, like, look up and there's a window and there's, like, a bright light <laughs> and, he, yeah. and he can, like, see from thousands of miles away Flynn just standing out in his balcony?
1: Yeah, that's a good point.
0: That's something that I think was a little strange for me is I can never tell how hard Clue is working to try to find Flynn.
1: Well, he's very busy, you know.
0: That's true. He, he like, does a have a whole. whole timing. Yeah, he has a whole gladiator arena to run all the time. Right. I really love the flashback when we see Clue turn evil and we get to see Tron being Tron
1: Mm -hmm. and fighting all those dudes.
0: Also, I really love when Clue's like, am I still to create the perfect system? And Kevin just goes, well, yeah. And that's the whole thing. (laughs) How do you guys feel about Zeus or Zeus? Zeus? Wait, okay.
1: So Zeus was the guy who was pretending that he wasn't Zeus? Yes.
0: Castor and Mm -hmm. Zeus are the same person.
1: Okay. I missed that part. I think I had... (laughs) There was a lot going on. This is like a two-hour movie or something, and it took me three hours to watch it because I had a lot. Like, there were things happening. (laughs) That's
0: a, like, high-energy part of the movie, too. So if you're not paying attention, like, you miss a lot.
1: What was happening? I got very big vibes of um, Thor Ragnarok. Yeah. Oh, what's what's his his name? name? Whoever Jeff, Jeff Goldblum, Goldblum plays. plays. Mm-hmm.
0: The Grandmaster or whatever. Yeah,
1: I got those vibes big yeah.
0: time. Yeah, it's very similar. He's very clearly influenced by uh, David Bowie, and I've always liked that. Mm-hmm. I like Clue a lot more as a villain than the MCP. Like I said, his yeah, motivation and his goal is a lot clearer. Because mm-hmm. mm-hmm. with the MCP, it's like kind of vague about what his plans are.
1: And you never really see him. Yeah,
0: I mean he's just vaguely hacking into the Pentagon and the Kremlin. So like yes. I guess like I guess the implication is that he's gonna like start World War Three, but we don't really see why. He just kinda is like, oh humans are dumb, I'm cool. But with Clue, it's like everything about him makes sense. You know, Mm -hmm. like, he's programmed to, you know, make the perfect system. And of course, that's impossible. And then he ends up committing genocide because of it. Real, (laughs) real crappy dude. But I like when him and Flynn have that interaction at the end. When Mm -hmm. Flynn is, like, trying to reconcile. And you can tell that Clue, like, is incapable of doing that because of his programming. Mm -hmm. It's a great moment when they meet face to face. I don't know. I just love this movie. There's yeah. so much to talk about.
1: Right. The only other thing was um the people who were killed. What are they called? Programs? Korva is one of them?
0: Uh the ISOs.
1: Yeah, I don't really track that too well.
0: Yeah, so that's the least developed plot of the mm-hmm. movie. Because it is all told in flashback. Yeah, I don't know. Because I like the ISO plot. I think the ISO plot is really interesting. But the fact that we only ever get to see one of them. And honestly, Korra doesn't seem that different from other programs. Right. But the concept of the ISOs is really cool. Like, Mm -hmm. the idea of this entirely new life form just being manifested in the grid is really cool. They they touch on it a bit more in Tron Uprising. Again, there's, like, implication that there were riots and, like, a war because all the programs were basically racist towards the ISOs. Like, that's what it is. Oh. It's interesting, and I hope they expand on it more in, like, future Tron media that they make. If they make anything past a third movie. I love Flynn's self-sacrifice at the end. It's very epic. It's a very good end for that character. Mm -hmm. It's cool to see him grow between the two movies because his goals in the first one are very much selfish. He is just trying to get proof of his work so he can like take back credit for the things that he's made, which is understandable, but he's just doing it for himself And he just gets rich because of it. I like that he's had these years being stuck and being like unable to do anything where he's become like fully selfless. It's a really cool character arc for him.
1: And then at the end Sam Flynn who is apparently the largest stakeholder in the company because I guess he probably inherited a lot of money. He's just like, "Oh, I'm taking the company back. I just haven't this whole time because yeah. I, it was more fun to sneak in." Like, <laughs> yeah.
0: Oh, I we didn't even talk about it. I like that that whole like heist sequence. Oh, yeah, it was beginning. so fun. But that like cool.
1: this whole time he could have just taken the company back and he's like no, I'll just parachute <laughs> off the top of the building instead. Let's talk
0: about Sam's living conditions. So he's it's so fun. He, he's a he's a bajillionaire uh, just because of the inheritance from his dad. And he decides to use it by living in a, in a shipping container <laughs> on, on the beach under a bridge. <laughs> Which, like, granted, that's a cool little that's house. I could cool. probably never afford that home in my entire life, but still.
1: It felt very true to him, though. That's true, yeah. And you know that's not a beach, like, nice <laughs> beach. You know <laughs> yeah, that's, like, probably
0: sewage. Yeah, there's there's definitely, like, a drain pipe, like, just a couple <laughs> feet away from his house, and it just smells terrible all the time. You said that the ending it in the first Tron is very abrupt, which it is. Uh, This this one is also kind of abrupt, but in a much better way. I think it makes a lot more sense for this movie.
1: I felt like there were a lot of things that they didn't answer because if they did answer, people would be mad. So it's better to just like leave it up to the individual's imagination.
0: Yeah, that's true. Even if they never make the third movie, because like who knows if they'll actually make it because it's been up in the air basically since this one came out. If they never make another Tron thing again, this is a really good ending to a series.
1: Yeah. Oh, yeah. It was yeah.
0: good. <laughs> Everything ties up really nice, and I think it works really well on its own. I just love this movie, man. It's so good. Very
1: good. Very good.
0: I'm glad you guys also enjoy it.
1: Yes, me too. Trivia time? Yeah. Yes, sir.
0: Okay. This is the lightest trivia segment we've had because there was no good trivia for this movie. I'm no. surprised. There was like barely anything. So a lot of the trivia, I just went to IMDb for this one. I didn't try to branch out. Uh, so who who even knows if any of this is accurate? But we've never tried to be accurate with our trivia. We I've just looked for the funny things or the interesting things. Almost all the trivia was like oh this character's name is a reference to this coding thing or like oh this line that they do is a callback to this line in the first movie it's like yeah i get it like that's not really trivia (laughs) like so many of the of the things were just different people submitting the oh that's a big door is a callback to that's a big door it's like uh-huh,
1: uh-huh. Aw, jinx
0: <laughs> ellie you actually brought up one because there was one that was like at one point uh sam takes off his shirt in his in his house in front of alan this is a callback to when kevin takes off his shirt in front of alan in the first movie <laughs> it's like cool <laughs> but anyway let's look at the three pieces of trivia i did find and thought were good enough to talk about right <laughs> so tron legacy was director joseph kaczynski's feature film debut Wow. Oh. Yeah, which is He did insane. very
1: good. Uh-huh. He, did, he did a great <laughs> very job. Good. Very good. Good, Joseph.
0: <laughs> gold star for you, Joseph. You're if you're <laughs> listening, you get a big old gold star and a little smiley face on your paper.
1: Ellie, you sounded like Moira Rose. What did I My say? Good, Joseph. Good Joseph. <laughs> Sam, have you watched Schitt's Creek? You haven't watched Schitt's no, Creek. No, I have not. Oh, oh my gosh. You have oh to my watch God. I'm oh going to watch God. it
0: eventually. I'm going to watch it eventually. Oh, my gosh. I have to watch Tron <laughs> Uprising now. <laughs> no. You understand? I'm on the, okay, watch I'm Creek. On the Tron train. I'm on it's the Tron so train. Different.
1: I just looked up Tron on Disney Plus again to see if I could find Tron yeah. Uprising. And you want to hear the options? Hmm. Tron, Tron Legacy, Iron Tron Will, which-, which is a movie about <laughs> a dog. And then okay. Cars, Cars, Shipwrecked, Cars, Iron Man, Cars, Cars, Cars. Iron Man 3, Cars, Cars. I'm sorry, cars. did you say Cars, Shipwrecked? <laughs> oh, there's one a movie, movie called... title. There's is a movie cars called Shipwrecked. shipwrecked. Oh, <laughs> I was like, they're cars, not no, boats. No, these are all different. <laughs> cars
0: no, that's movies. the movie Boats.
1: Did you guys oh. know that there are this many Cars movies?
0: Yeah. I know there's one called Planes, and I'm like, yeah. that's a little, you're reaching. You're uh, reaching. Actually, the plans. they're
1: called Cars Tunes. I they're don't called... like that. Uh, Mater has his own show, doesn't he? Oh, there's three, there three minutes. Yes, this one is called Cars Tune El Materador. Cars to Moon Mater, Tokyo Mater, Air Mater.
0: How much money do you think Larry the Cable Guy is made off of
1: at least six dollars? Can we get Michael Sarah and Larry the Cable Guy in the same room? Okay. If we get Larry the Cable
0: Guy and Michael Sarah to be on this podcast, <laughs> I think we need to leave. Yeah. yeah I think it's just they their just podcast host. then. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Chloe has wonderfully done the work of working on our Instagram and like getting us to follow some people and yeah. I went in and followed one more Michael Sarah account because Michael Sarah doesn't have an account but there are accounts about <laughs> Michael him. Sarah every so day. Many. They post like, the same photo of Michael yeah. Sarah every day. That's my favorite one.
0: <laughs> That's the one account that I think we should still follow.
1: And Jeremy Renner. Yeah. And Jeremy Renner. Yeah. Yeah.
0: You think Jeremy Renner is a Michael Sarah fan? You think Jeremy Renner listens to the podcast? <laughs> Let's
1: get Jeremy Renner on the podcast. That's who I really want. What a guy. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I feel like we'd end up getting beat up by the end of it. At least me. Like, I wouldn't try to push Jeremy Renner's buttons, but I just would, like, unintentionally, and I feel like he'd beat the shit out of me. Yeah.
1: <laughs> yeah. If, if you, you haven't yet and you're listening to this, listen to the Renner Files podcast. Yeah. It's so It's so good. It's then you'll understand... Good. Why we love Jeremy Renner here on the pod, or don't love him? I don't know.
0: <laughs> uh, it's a love hate relationship.
1: Danny Gonzalez or Drew Gooden, it doesn't matter. They're the same person. Yeah. Um, made a video. Actually, they made it together about the Jeremy Renner app. Mm-hmm. Like, like years something ago. Yeah. A little shorter and more concise. No, they both made a video. They each made a video. I thought they Remember made it this? together. Oh no, yeah. Yeah. They made because- it. They, they two different people video on the same topic in the same week and like didn't realize that the other person was doing it <laughs> because they're the same person.
0: Yeah, they're also me apparently. Yeah. 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 We've had this too. whole uh, apparently I look like both of them, even though they look wildly different from each other. You also just
1: have the same energy as them. I
0: think it's just the fact that we're uh, three white men. Yeah. <laughs> like it's it really easy to say I look like any of them. Yeah.
1: All right, it, anyway, yeah. uh, that I mean... wasn't the end
0: of, that wasn't the end of that trivia point. <laughs> oh. oh I had more to it. Uh, yeah, no. So Joseph Kaczynski prior to, to this movie, he had directed, a, I think, a couple commercials for video games. The, like, big one that he did was he made an animated commercial for Gears of War that came out back in, like, 2007, and that was, like, probably the thing that got him on Disney's radar to direct this. He's made more films after this. They're all, like, really visually stunning. I've at least seen the movie Oblivion. It's kind of forgettable. But, anyway. It's pretty. It is very pretty. It's got Tom Cruise in it, so there's that. And it's extra
1: pretty. Yeah. (laughs) Is he? Is he? No. Is Tom Cruise I was just attractive? making a little joke. No, he has a tooth in the middle of his face. He was attractive in the eighties. He's good I'm looking sure. when he's young. But have you guys ever seen that picture? He's like good looking for a yes, fifty-year-old. Like, yes, I know what you're talking about. Like, like his teeth. Yeah,
0: his his one it's, tooth. That's where his power comes from. <laughs>
1: Uh, anyway, anyway,
0: (laughs) prior to, prior to working on films, Joseph Kaczynski was, he graduated with a degree in architecture and he actually helped with the construction of most of the film's physical sets.
1: Oh, that's dope.
0: Yeah. I was about to say,
1: Thomas, I love your work.
0: Yeah. Does Thomas listen to
1: the podcast? Thomas, if you're there, please say, please, please please say 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 hi.
0: Thomas, (laughs) if you can hear us now, call in right now.
1: He's it's not him. No. My wow. phone's ringing. He's Calm right me.
0: behind me. He's right behind me. You, you can't see him or hear him because the microphone's too far away from him. Thomas, how are you doing? Wow. Oh, no. He's got to go. He's taking the monorail back to Iowa State. What? <laughs> All right. Great. Hi, I Thomas. Wish, I wish we had Good a high-speed monorail system. That would be great. <laughs> Soon. all right next piece that was my next piece of trivia is that i wish we had a high speed <laughs> <monorail> system <laughs> soon
1: uh, we will if, have infrastructure week no one knows what that means never if mind pete
0: if pete Buttigieg has anything to say about it yeah shouldn't he isn't that his job it is now He's yeah well, transportation sh- i hope he has something i saw a to to say. meme yesterday
1: that was like you know that picture of thomas the train that's like in the tunnel and the tunnel's been <laughs> yeah, like bricked yeah. over and it was <laughs>
0: it's like it's <laughs> like why would pete do this Yeah. I've seen that. Oh, we should go on to the next piece of trivia. Yes, yeah. <laughs> I'm glad we're padding this out with talk of Larry the Cable Guy and, oh, yeah. and monorails. Okay, so unlike the lighting on the costumes in the previous movie, which were added in post through a really long and probably very tedious process, but in this movie, the costumes had embedded light strips all the lights on the people are on them it's not like a digitally added thing afterwards and they were battery powered but the batteries caused massive amounts of heat and even gave a lot of the actors like burns and electric oh. shocks Jeez. oh my god yeah it was uh it was probably not fun i think olivia wilde got shocked a bunch who is That's, she uh cora Okay. The only female in the cast. Yeah, the one, the one woman in this movie. The one yeah. girl. Aside from like, Jem, the one woman that doesn't explode in this Tron movie. Tron does not <laughs> pass the
1: Bechtel test.
0: <laughs> and then my final thing. Normally, I try to end the trivia on like a funny note. I couldn't really find anything, so instead, I wanted to say that Killian uh, Murphy has an uncredited role in this movie. Oh. Ellie, you definitely don't know who that is. No, I do not. Chloe, you will recognize him as Scarecrow from the Dark Knight trilogy. Mm-hmm. He's cool he's great actor Mm -hmm. he plays the son of dillinger bad guy from the first one Mm -hmm. and he's in that boardroom scene he's Uh, the like smug guy who's like oh i'm so cool that's his whole character i'm guessing he was originally planned to be like the main villain of the third movie but then that project was canceled and now it's not canceled but who knows if he's gonna be in it and um yeah that's the end of my trivia that's
1: good trivia
0: Thank you. Thank you for lying about that. No, I thought no, it was, was actually good. good and interesting. There, it
1: was just so, like there weren't a lot, but it was so good. Yeah.
0: I think the, th- I think the three pieces that I found were interesting enough. So yes. thank yes. you. Thank yes. you.
1: This right. is a very good movie.
0: Yeah, it's great. If you haven't seen this movie before, I watch highly it. recommend you watch it.
1: Watch yeah. it. And we, all three of us have, well, no, we have this. Oh, that was a lie. We have pretty similar tastes.
0: Yeah. And also, like, if you're listening to this and you're like, oh, I kind of want to watch it, but I don't know if I want to watch the first Tron. You don't Don't. really have to.
1: Don't watch the first Tron.
0: (laughs) I'm not going to tell people not to watch it. I think it still has its merits. But if you don't want to, like, commit four hours to the Tron series, just go ahead and start with Legacy. You'll understand everything.
1: Yeah. Or just listen to the podcast. Or just listen to this podcast. And then you'll know what happens.
0: Listen to this podcast as you're watching. get a headache from all the noise that's happening around you (laughs) all right all right yeah i think that's this episode
1: all right howdy y'all that's what you say at the beginning of things i don't think you you say say howdy as like
0: a as a salutation
1: well i just did howdy and goodbye okay all right bye
0: (laughs) bye